horror has many faces. Death wears many different masks. But pure evil wears only one. And this is your final chance to see it. Jason goes to hell. The final Friday. Welcome to Pulp Commentary. I'm Mike. I'm MB. And I am Hero. And MB, what's today's date? Today's date, May 13th, 2016. Friday the 13th. Which means we have once again reached our celebration of all things evil and 80s and boobies and... And machetes. Lack of condoms, things like that. We're watching... And Joanna Mans. Lots of Joanna Mans. It's been a while, though. I miss Demon. We're once again finding ourselves at a Friday the 13th film to do commentary for. And MB, which movie is that tonight? Surprisingly, not one called Friday the 13th. They dropped that. This one is simply called Jason Goes to Hell, The Final Friday. Whoa, 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 whoa. I thought we were watching Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare. That's coming. They are essentially the same plot. Both have Alice Cooper somehow. Both have uh, demon worms as well. I mean, it's almost like it's the same universe. That's ridiculous. I mean, it's... They would never cross over or anything. They they certainly wouldn't fight. No, that would would never allow that. No, I mean it's like it would be like adding a um, a J of Jay and Silent Bob fame character to the film, but not actually being Jay. Like that's kind of a ridiculous idea, isn't it? Yeah, it's like that would be like if they rebooted it and they had a dude who basically smoked weed the entire time, and like one half of Supernatural was the star and. I don't know, like a late 90s pop star shows her boobs in the beginning. Wait, wait. Next you're going to be telling me that there's some kind of found footage remake coming. I wonder how long we can keep this going to the audience just turning the, the episode off before we actually get, get to the movie. What I, I like is say, that this franchise is that stupid. We can go on forever. <laughs> I will Next say, you'll be telling me there's some kind of Freddy worm out there. I will say. There is definitely no possibility that Jason will ever go to space. So in that, I'm at least a little bit relieved. So yeah, Jason Goes to Hell, The Final Friday. A film titled as much because of legal reasons they couldn't use the Friday the 13th title. Really? Or Jason for the majority of the <laughs> Yeah, that's why it's like Jason X is called Jason X and all that. Like when, when This is the first New Line movie after New Line bought it, and... I think the Friday the 13th title was still with Paramount, so... Well, that's also the same reason we got Friday the 13th, the series, without Jason. Pretty much. Is that like Scream the series without... No, Scream of the Se- Scream the series has way more to do with Scream than Friday the 13th, the series has to do with Friday the 13th. Oh, God. Friday the 13th, the series, is about what? Like, a brother and a sister, or like two brothers, or something like that? Like It's, they, it's they, the 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo. Pretty much, they owned an evil, their parents owned an evil antique store, 
and they're trying to make up for their sins by going out and reclaiming all of the evil antiques their parents sold. That was the plot of a show in the 90s. Why was it not an anthology series? I think the better question is, why is there Jason's hockey mask and the official logo? Why anything at this point? Like, we've... What number is this? This is like nine? (laughs) We've been doing this for a long, long time, and finally, Jason is going to hell. I just like how we begin this commentary in a state of utter befuddlement at the 90s. And I believe I'm paused right before the New Line logo on black. And I will count to three. After I say three, we'll press play and we will watch Jason go to fucking hell. We will watch him go from body to body because having Jason in the movie was hard or something. I don't know, but it's weird. It's really it's weird. An, it's a stupid idea. Never once wore the fucking chrome mask. I was promised the chrome mask on the VHS cover, and it was never there, just tempting me. I know this is entirely unrelated, but when you started that, I seriously thought you were going to say, I was promised Jason's chrome hockey mask on my wedding day. <laughs> Listen, if I, if, if I ever get married, I want you guys to give me a chrome hockey mask. I, You know what? Consider it done. Pure chrome. I am leaving that out to the listeners to call me out on. If I do not give Mike a chrome hockey mask on his wedding day, may Jason smite me down. And a little little thing for you folks at home. If you want to send me a chrome hockey mask, you can any time. You can right now. Care of Pulp Pulp Nightmare, P.O. Box, 666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666
Oh, God, can you imagine that Jason being in Twin Peaks? Yes, actually. Same Who universe. Who says he wasn't? We never saw what happened to Leo. It's true. Oh, God, the log lady is Jason's mother. That that actually makes sense. The log is Jason. <laughs> She opens up the outhouse and Joanna Man's shitting in there. She has to sing to him to get him to finish. <laughs> that was a thing that happened in a movie. I want to see a supercut of every rustic tool shed in a horror movie. That would be the length of an entire movie. She finds the, the fecal matter of the doomed guy from part two. Do you think there's, like, a, a memorial to Doom guy on Crystal Lake somewhere? Yes. In memory of the man who doomed us all. It's like a golden tricycle. <laughs> also, all of that for a ladder. It's a very important ladder. Wow, there's so much incidental music. That's all I have to say. I'm already really impressed with this movie's lack of group of hateable characters. Is that going to change? Oh, this is the chick from Roadhouse. One of the chicks. I like the one with the big rack from Roadhouse who kept trying to fuck Swayze. I like how Roadhouse is something that you can bring up for someone's resume and be legitimately impressed by. Right, that was that was a phenomenon. Also, could you imagine Dalton versus Jason? So I think, yeah, I think she appeared in Batman Forever or Batman Robin. For a second, I thought she was like the Ice Princess from Returns or something. Actually, I think she was in both or something. I don't know. Hold on, let me let me see. I'll see if you recognize her boobs. No, those I recognize. Well, she was in Batman and Robin, but she has stunt credits, so let me see. I like how she was apparently just wearing a thong to her <laughs> casual visit to the woods. I know. Well, I look sexy for the woodchucks. Oh, she did stunts for Batman forever. I'm sorry, that tub does not look clean. No. I love her action turnaround there. That weird synth score that just went by. That's actually her attacker. Yeah, just like sheets, sheets of music just come alive. Music Meister, no. He's here to settle the score. <laughs> <laughs> that was really clever. <laughs> that, was, that was well done. Boom, Jason. I baby no more. Because remember, when we last left Jason, he was in the sewers of New York as a baby. We forget happened. I just like the implication that... The influx. <laughs> I just like the implication that Jason 
then just grew up to be Jason again. <laughs> that Jason was my, gets bored. That was my theory. Oh, it's probably my... Jason, Jason, sweet 16. I've always been a fan of this Jason's look. Even though he's much more bumpy than he usually is. And his mask is, like, really just melted into his face. You guys ever actually seen this movie? I've seen bits and pieces of this. So do you know what's about to happen? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I do. Um, Just through, like, osmosis. Whitley, I know more about this movie than I think most of the other movies. Like, this sequence alone just makes me happy that this movie exists, despite everything else. <laughs> Also, I'm, I'm like 50% sure this is why Cabin in the Woods exists. Probably. Who is doing that? It's a raid, run! <laughs> you it's set us. Jason up! You never take Jason alive! He pulls out a Tommy gun starts mowing him down. Jason, the real, the, right now. I love the sounds of Jason grunting as he's shot. <laughs> he's getting blown away by, like Lancedo. <laughs> <laughs> they called in an airstrike on Jason. <laughs> and now he's just... <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen that much of it. I love how for a oh second God. we're just recreating Platoon there. <laughs> That was amazing! <laughs> Can the what? movie just end there? That was lovely. The irony is, the thing they got Jason for? Tax evasion. Damn. Too close to the wings of wax. I guess this became a oh, night trap for five seconds. Oh, yeah. It would be great if that was the entire movie. This was just a short film. Oh, wait, the guy in the cowboy hat we just uh, passed was Creighton Duke. Slasher <laughs> Hunter. That Leslie Vernon character, that never happened. I've had some that. The opening, that was just the opening credits to a direct-to-video movie. I was going to say, that is the, by far the cheapest credits I've ever seen in this franchise. And yes, this dude. And Jason was wearing body armor thicker than my dick. <laughs> I like the cameo there. Of, uh, crap, what's his name? Uh, that motherfucker. I did love Kane Hodder being there while he's also on the table, in pieces. He, he has a serious range. <laughs> the, the credits continue. It's really awkward. I just love the, the music after that scene. I love how this is like the music from a Hellraiser ripoff direct-to-video movie. Yes. I kind of know what this music has to... I feel like um, Kevin Sorbo as Hercules is about to come out with this music. <laughs> Disappointed! 
Well, to be fair, Jason Goes to Hell is essentially the Hellraiser sequel of Fridays. Essentially. Like, I could believe that Jason was edited into the movie right before it was released. This time, evil goes to hell. Rusty Schwimmer, by the way. Is is that David Schwimmer before he made it big? (laughs) Kip Marcus? Kip is a name? Kip. No, Jason's turning to steam like Dracula. It's the best Kane Hodder is Jason credit ever. For a movie that, technically speaking, he's not in very long. No. Steven Williams as Creighton Duke. <laughs> God. And that was nearly Tony Todd. Can you imagine? Yeah, we almost got Zoom versus Jason. <laughs> He just brings out the hook and hooks Jason to death. It's all of Tony Taz's roles combined. He turns into the fallen. (laughs) And he is going to get his fucking money. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Nicotero worked on this. This is Kane B, I believe. Could you imagine if this guy was Tony Todd's character from Final Destination? They tie all the movies together. Oh, the reason, like, because K&B did the effects on this, like, the amount of K&B stuff that ends up in this film, like, this is technically connected to Creepshow because of that. (laughs) Same universe. He's actually recording his own autopsy podcast. Okay, how long are these credits? This is Uh, getting ridiculous. They really had to pad out time. You know what this reminds me of? The opening to a Return of the Living Dead sequel? Yeah. Like one of the sci-fi channel ones. Yes. I want to hold Jason's head. Did he... Was he just overtaken with tumors? He's very bubbly. Jason, hang out with Hills Have Eyes, dude. Jason just won't fit in. Jason. Pluto, no one understand me like Pluto. Jason hit by gamma radiation. Also, I just... become strong like Hulk. I feel like we should point out, not only was this movie not released in the 80s, it's released in the 90s, but this movie technically takes place in the year 2000. Two or two thousand three or something. Why? I remember the weird flash forward and like part five where Jason was underwater for like a decade. It was, uh, I think, it was six. No, it was. Uh, was it seven? It was the one where he it's fought the psychic the, uh, one. Yeah, the psychic one. I like how we have evidence that we've seen every single one of these movies up to now, and we still can't remember details. Like it's weird because seven took place in like ninety seven. But part eight took place in 1988 or whatever. Yeah, you could not hide the 80s in that movie. And now we're back here in the year 2003. So technically this happens a year before he fights Freddy Krueger. 
Or the same year. I don't remember what year Freddy vs. Jason came out. Yeah, 2004. Oh, this ta- that means this takes place the same year that Jason X was released. <laughs> well, also, I, I like that this is Jason's anatomy lesson. <laughs> I like how, by that continuity, Jason's continuity makes absolutely no sense, because how in God's name did he escape and kill, uh, what's his name? Kevin Bacon? No, the director of... uh... Oh, David Cronenberg. Yes. (laughs) How did he awaken, kill Cronenberg, and then get frozen for the future, but still have time to fight Freddy? You have no idea how (laughs) often I've always wanted to do this. Just, oh, nom, 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 nom. Wait, why was that his first instinct? Yes, it's all the evil. I mean... (laughs) <laughs> Did you think that was a good idea, dude? <laughs> It'd be amazing if they just had him come out normally and get the pizza. <laughs> Also, I like how Kane Hodder is standing there as a man is literally eating his own heart. (laughs) I can't believe this is a movie. And you guys were nervous of how not Jason this was going to be. Well, it's not Jason, but it is something. This is the movie where Jason becomes Horace Pinker. I mean, Shocker came out in 89, right? So that's technically, I mean, this could just be a flat-out ripoff. Seriously, why did he eat the heart? Is it Was it some kind of hypnotic heart? Yes. Did it beckon to him? Yes. That is exactly what was going on. It's be- do I get- it hypnotized him into eating it. Why do I get the feeling that you're not joking? I'm not. That's what the scene was. I swear to God. <laughs> it started beating and it hypnotized him to go. No, 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 give me that. I like a how big Jason's- old mango-sized crap. That's the <laughs> line in a movie. I just like how Jason's heart, his disemboweled heart has that function. Wolverine's heart can do the same thing. (laughs) Can you imagine Charles Xavier just going, no, I'm not Logan's heart. This is actually how Charles Xavier has come back to life several times. Although there is something magical about a random dude walking past a mirror, and in the reflection, Jason Voorhees.
even though he photo. Gener- what I love is that he says the mere mention of Jason is enough to send a shudder throughout the entire nation. It's like he sticks to one area. Hey, I, he did until he took Manhattan for sort of like twenty minutes before becoming a baby. What I like is, in the world of this movie, Jason is like public enemy number one. <laughs> There's like one in posters of him in the hockey mask. I, I love how that happened all at once. Like some, like I guess after Jason takes Manhattan, he just cut a bloody swath across America as a little boy. I love Creighton Duke just enjoying some lemonade beside a prison. I, I know we're going to say this a lot during this movie, but this is a Friday the 13th. <laughs> is it? I wish Creighton Duke just got his own franchise. I mean, just listen to him talk. It's mesmerizing. I mean, come on, we did get a movie where uh, as the, Jason has his own quint. <laughs> so I like this is the movie where, out of nowhere, they just establish, oh yeah, Jason is a body hopper, and has been the entire time. You didn't know that? Don't you feel silly. Also, I like how that entire sequence was meant to be televised. <laughs> Could you imagine you turn on hard copy <laughs> and see this? Right after dancing Edos. I miss shows like this. Hey, Inside Edition is still going somehow. It's not the same. It's not the same outside the 90s. To be fair, didn't these shows just become Fox News? Yeah, you got me there. I want to have a burger joint that is just this all the time. I love Man, this I'm just, bizarre diner. Man, I'm just fascinated how Jason is the most important thing in the world in this movie. Like, people go about their daily lives knowing that Jason is out there. I mean, that's so many jokes that we've made. 
Like this is pretty much the reason that uh that behind the mask exists. It's very uh it's very similar. Except I don't get the feeling that this is a comedy. No. No, not at all. This movie is very dead serious. Why did he go to that random waitress for help? Oh, there's a reason. You're Wonder Woman. <laughs> Damn it, Diana. I love Creighton Duke so much. He almost makes up for the lack of Jason in this movie. She ain't had a taste for the Duke, yes. So you think Creighton Duke has ever been on an adventure with the electrician slash adventurer yes. from House 2, the second story? Yes. God, could you imagine the team-up movie of that? Why hasn't that been made? Why isn't that a fucking comic book? Hey, we were talking about Tony Todd versus Jason earlier. I am willing to bet money. You can pull out your phone and Google at least two Jason versus Candyman comics. Also, enter 90s funny guy. <laughs> it's like the spirit of Eddie Deason just being reborn <laughs> once every generation to be ritualistically sacrificed by the Jason. You mean much like how Jason goes from body to body? Exactly. There's, there's a Deason worm. <laughs> Speaking of Deason. I'm just mesmerized by this dude's performance right now. So, he's... The 90s is just exploding. This could be like the supernova event that birthed the 90s. Also, I am sad to report this, James, but there's no Jason versus Candyman. Bullshit. I know. Is there at least a Freddy versus Candyman? I feel like Candyman battling various characters is far too fertile grounds for fiction to just, to just be left by the wayside. Apparently, there's no Candyman versus anyone in any comic. Barker's just been holding on to the rights all this time. That doesn't surprise me. God, she is so taken with Funny Guy already. I just like the idea that 
Jason's dead. We can all fuck again. So, like, for a solid decade, nobody smoked weed or had sex outside of marriage. <laughs> and just when they thought it was safe to go back in the pussy. Duh, duh. This is like a... <laughs> duh, 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 duh. Duh, 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 it's me. It's me. Jace's mask is half burnt. It looks super rubbery. What I like is that's both a Jaws 2 joke and that's just how Jason looks. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of places you could go camping. Like, why specifically Camp Crystal Lake, even if Jason is dead? God, do you know how fucking good Camp Crystal Lake sex must be? That is That has true. to be somebody... What if that's just their fetish? That's been the plot for the entire movies. There are just some people who can only come if it's in the vicinity of Camp Crystal Lake. I'm kind of not against that sort of fetish. At least this movie's getting the boobs out of the way quickly. I like how we didn't even get a scene of them going skinny dipping. We just got the aftermath. Important <laughs> thing is, some skinny dipping went on. You know, it's not like the tent's soundproof. You're going to have to, like, just take a walk. The important thing is this movie has nudity for everybody. It's true. Better see the outline of that dude's dick. Boy, she is just hitting the hay. And creeping. I love when characters find other characters having sex to be hilarious. <laughs> I find it annoying more than anything. Like, no, move. Do not do that in my vicinity. Unless you, know you want me to watch. You know that from all those camping trips you've been on? Exactly. God damn it, Mike, stop getting so frisky. Leave that beaver alone. Well, you guys have no idea what my uh, fire roommate has actually gotten up to on the weekend. <laughs> oh, burns. You're supposed to tinkle before you go to bed. So you just follow the rules and you don't get jasoned. Technically, she should be okay. I mean, she wasn't having sex. Well, how much of women peeing are in these movies? Well, how bodily functions just play an intric like an integral role into these movies. It's like mythology. As I've said and before, I'm started with Juana Man. As I've said before, I'm kind of fascinated that there aren't more toilet scenes in horror movies. Because when are you more vulnerable? Did you imagine Jason just coming out from the bowl? Oh God, stream catcher all over again. <sighs> Up oh, here it comes, uh, Jason. This is why they die.
they decide not to use a condom. <laughs> I would love to see, like, a pamphlet by, like, Planned Parenthood or something that has, like, a list of birth control methods. <laughs> and then they just have the Jason hockey mask with, like, no <laughs> caption or anything. <laughs> God, it's such back-to-back peeing. Love how the shot's exactly the same, too. Yeah, we were talking earlier about how the director for this particular movie uh, did not feel comfortable doing nudity. But apparently he has a serious urination fetish. Also, he signed on to a Friday the 13th movie not being particularly comfortable with nudity. It's not that he was uncomfortable with nudity, because he tried to force the lead actress to get nude. But he just felt like if there was going to be female nudity, it shouldn't be gratuitous, so there should be male nudity. Which I agree with. I'm all for equal opportunity nudity. Oh, God, what if that's what stops Jason? Like, he goes into a tent, sees a dude's ass, like, I approve. (laughs) Just the dude's spread eagle. Whoa. Jason not see man parts in movie yet. Yes, Jason just, well, non-Jason Jason just stepped on the condom. That was a pretty glorious murder, I have to admit. I mean, if I have to die anyway, like, it's, it's in the top ten. I do love how this movie implies that there will always be a Jason. He's a force Even of nature. Even in the form of a black man. I can't really remember. <laughs> I just realized Jason is like the Punisher. <laughs> Jason 2 was once briefly black in the 90s for no particular reason and what else is Jason X than Frankencastle that does make sense oh my Jason and F- Jason versus the Punisher why is that not a <laughs> oh my god could you imagine <laughs> it's the sequel to Punisher in space <laughs> I god I want to write that book also, couldn't you say that the remake is his Welcome Back, Frank? Yes. It really is, actually. I mean, that is, yeah. I can't wait till we get to the remake. That movie that's not very good, but is still objectively the best Friday the 13th movie. I think the Friday remake's pretty good. Never seen it. It's definitely better than a what a Friday the 13th movie should be. I think that is true. It has the best stereotypes. It has that one douchebag in it that I'm pretty sure was the douchebag in like five movies that year. I know exactly who you're talking about, and yeah, that was weird. Do you think that dude just, like, 
Because wasn't he... God, I think he was in, like, Transformers as well. Or something. Oh, yeah. He was... As the same character. He had the same motorcycle. That character was later repurposed and played by Chris Hemsworth. James, one day I want you to be on a dirt bike, and I tell you not to hold back. <laughs> and then you die historic. Also, uh, what's your guy's timestamp? Uh, mine is 34 minutes and 6 seconds, 7 seconds. What are you looking at? Uh, top of this chick are making out. Cop is getting into the car. Okay, I think I'm watching the unrated cut, because I'm way behind you. Jump ahead. Now, I just got past the sex scene. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that sex scene went on for a really long time, so yeah, I think I've got the unrated cut. You know what? It's this movie, so... Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's, no. We're not going to run into things that long, but we're at the Voorhees house, and... Jason non-Jason's about to torture a guy sexually. You know, you say Jason non-Jason, but I have a different theory. I think this is a different character looking out for revenge who has been long dead. And I think he would prefer a yellow... Think about it. No, sexy 80s guy wouldn't kill anybody. No. How dare you even imply that? He's here to but save undead the dead. Sexy 80s guy. A sexy 80s guy has been undead since the first film. Like He's he already has... possessed people. Yeah, no, this is somebody far more sinister. This is a man who told people that they were fucking doomed. And did they listen? <laughs> Now he will be the doom. Also, Foe Jason just apparently made out with that dude. Am I, are we synced up? Yeah. I like yeah. how he shaved him first. Like, that was... I think that was the famous homoerotic shaving scene that fans have been obsessed with. Hey, this actress. E How is that not a premise that's been explored in horror? The doomed guy from every horror movie just decides that he is going to be the one doing the doom. Yeah, he's had enough of everyone not listening to him, saying he's a crazy old man. Like, that's how I want the final Final Destination movie to play out. Like, it's just Tony Todd killing a bunch of tears. <laughs> I told you vaguely sinister things about death for six goddamn years. Stop going outside. Also, are, is the mom and daughter here the same age? Yes. Also, let's go back. How nice was the Voorhees house? I know. I get. I just love how Jason is portrayed in this movie exactly like Alan Moore portrayed Anton Arcane. 
Seriously, he's hopping from bodies. He's being revealed via the mirror. I mean, who else? Say, Jason. Say, Jason. Say, mommy. Go on. Say it for Jason. Say, Jason, good boy. It would be great if... And this would become dangerously close to it being a Friday the 13th movie, but if every time Jason hopped from body to body, he would construct a hockey mask out of whatever was by. <laughs> like, he becomes the waitress and she puts on a pancake. Ew. This isn't funny at all. Sorry, not the pancake was ew, but the Jason worm was ew. Because it just looks like a piece of shit coming out of his mouth. It really does. Funny guy, no. Don't be a hero. I like how this is more disgusting than Slither. You're doomed, and you're doomed. You're all doomed forever. Wow. I... Legitimately didn't expect that. <laughs> this movie's throwing you for a loop. I love Jason. Jason shocked stare Jason. into own soul. Jason not blink. Who am me? Jason really thought Jason was attractive now. Jason's sad to see Jason in the mirror. Jason cannot. Jason thought Jason have some hair finally, but Jason's still without. Jason looking at man in mirror. Jason gonna kill some teenagers. Jason's still working on that one. I don't know. No! Did they just steal a shot from Halloween? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking Loomis walks in. No, 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 no. I hocked him six times. Six times! <laughs> You don't know what a Kevin Bacon is. T to be fair, uh, Zombies Halloween, like judging by Halloween 2, seems to work on the same principle as this. <laughs> just the Michael Myers is... The Michael Myers-ness just hops from person to person. Okay, so it was really funny, that cop behind him, as he's just bent over that table, right? Yes. Looks like you're under arrest, funny guy. I'm noticing a We're theme 40 of this movie. minutes. Into this, movie. <laughs> this thing is almost over. Yep. And we haven't gotten to the say, Necronomicon Ex Mortis yet. I have to say, like, I was expecting to be way more pissed off in this movie. But it's going by so fast, I can't be. Is he jacking it? Yeah. <laughs> jacking it so hard. I really feel like this is the uh, 
Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Freddy's Revenge of Fridays. A dude takes his shirt off. Suddenly, Jason appears out of him. Oh, oh. <laughs> really not that far off. Jason's going to eat that baby in the third act. No, Jay, the, the worm briefly possesses the baby. So I'm just going to <laughs> so I'm just going to get a little ahead of all of us here. Yes, this is the Voorhees family. The dead waitress was Jason's long-lost sister. No. Despite Mama Voorhees saying that Jason's an only child, but, you know, whatever. Let me get this straight. They're pulling the exact plot of the Myers family. The Myers family and the Kruger family. Yeah, Freddy's dead has the exact same plot. I mean, not with the body-hopping stuff, but... The long-lost daughter of Freddy Krueger being brought in to battle J- uh, Freddy. Yep. So John Carpenter's just drunk and hungover one night, started a chain reaction that he never, never would have anticipated. Like, kind of looked like she was going to drop the baby for a moment there. <laughs> Could you imagine? No! <laughs> Damn you, Jason. Guy. I like to think that actually this is the family Jason sired between movies. Jason thought he could be family man, but one day Jason just sat in his car looking in at family and thought Jason could just leave. And then Jason drove and never looked back. I like this existential Jason. Jason also Jason also visited by deity apocalypse, becoming the fourth horseman. It weird year for Jason. So the, the mental image of Jason driving away in a Studebaker and throwing his tie out the window. Jason tell fool from accounting shove it. I love how ominous this dude is. The humanity of Eddie Deason. This guy looks like um, the lead character of Time Chasers. Yes, yes he does. Also, the dude from the Langoliers. Yes. Oh, he looks a lot like the dude from Langoliers. Is it the same dude? It's entirely possible. I just remember the the dude from the Langoliers being the spitting image of comic book Peter Parker, like this dude. Well, it does look like that. I think it's the perfectly round glasses. And the red shirt, let's be honest. God, you and know... Blood. So, if I remember, there's like a line in this movie near the end with Creighton Duke telling Jason, God damn it, do you remember me? But it's never explained. And I think there was just a thing that, like, Jason killed his girlfriend or something in, a, in an old 
like a, a draft, but the line referencing is left in, but what it actually means was cut out. But this is our, this is the new head cannon for Creighton Duke. Are you ready? Reckless. Yeah. <laughs> Creighton Duke is reckless. <laughs> oh my god. Four movies later, he gets his revenge. I'm all reckless enough for you now, motherfucker. <laughs> also, this is very delicate. Oh, yeah. He pulls a tarp over the uh, old, like, what did he use to take out Jason? Was it in a bulldozer? Yeah. Popped out it's of covered bulldozer. in dust. He Mirabelle. fought dosage. Been waiting years to battle the real Jason. I love the insanity of Creighton Duke. You'll have to romance Jason and break his heart. You have to court Jason. Bring him flowers. Compliment his mother. Jason going to allow this. The heart, boy. First, you attack Jason's beaten, hypnotic heart. I like Duke's uh, major pain tactics here. (laughs) Why would you keep doing that? I know I've said this. Can we just be mesmerized at Creighton Duke? The intensity. The greatest character in slasher movie history. This is all just building to him sucking his dick. It actually really has that vibe. I got Creighton Duke gives Samuel L. Jackson's speech from The Hateful Eight. Tiny drunk. <laughs> Jason Voorhees out to the wilderness and made him suck his dick. <laughs> Look how magical the Voorhees family is. I just like how how mythical Jason is, just out of nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) And then it's eventually implied that they use the Necronomicon Ex Mortis to resurrect Jason, and that's why he's been unkillable. He's he's been a deadite this entire time. That does make sense. You never retrieve Necronomicon, Ash.
You little goody two shoes. Jason bad and feel good. I just love how this is the movie where funny guy is the hero. <laughs> At last. Well, that parasite. That bar- parasite's been biding his time for fucking eight movies now. Well, here's the thing. Like, it's as you went into. It's like Doomsday. Every time Jason has killed a funny guy, that funny guy has been reborn, but is now stronger with the with this genetic memory of the death of the previous funny guy. This is the final funny guy, the one that can take Jason down. You mean Deason Prime? <laughs> They're establishing the fuck out of that baby. It'd be great if Jason just walked into the diner right then. Everyone looked at him. He looks back. He slowly sidles over to a booth, sits down, turns to the waitress and says, Can Jason see discount menu? How much for a waffle smeared with peanut butter? <laughs> oh. Not too rich for Jason. How much without peanut butter? Like he's wearing a fedora and glasses over the hockey mask. <laughs> no, not Jason. Montgomery. Sam Montgomery. Jason and Sam Montgomery. This establishment have newspaper. Can someone go out and give Sam newspaper? Jason want to read funnies. Where is Waffle already? You call that peanut butter? Jason Jason, no leave tip. Jason, I don't believe in it. Jason just goes into the entirety of Steve Buscemi's thing <laughs> from Us of Our Dogs. <laughs> Freddie comes in, what do you mean you don't tips? <laughs> <laughs> and that's the beginning of Freddy vs. <laughs> <laughs> My God, Deason got busy. Also, I love this random extra. I know, who looks like uh, Bulk from the Power Rangers. Yes. It's kind of weird. Is Wait, that is, just Bulk? Is that, is that Bulk and that skull? <laughs> <laughs> this is their last meeting. I always kind of figured that would be one of their final meetings, just after Skull accidentally killed a guy. It's the first time I've ever seen my baby, Bulk. (laughs) (laughs) 
There's a reason for that, Skull. You have to get off that stuff. Why is the Voorhees house so nice and kept up? Okay, maybe not kept up, but still. To be the Jason estate. It'd be great if there was just, <laughs> just portraits of old <laughs> Voorheeses all with hockey masks. <laughs> this M. Jason's great uncle. William Jason Voorhees the third. From he Denver. was Hunter. <laughs> he was Hunter. I thought there was still an ironing board there. <clears throat> Can you imagine Jason waxing poetically about the Voorhees family and then saying, they were slashers, and then walking off dramatically? <laughs> <laughs> the oh, battle, Freddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Jason... In his Jason X uniform, powering up a Jason, <laughs> <laughs> the machete in the sky. <laughs> Do uh, you bleed? Hey, it's the Necronomicon. It cuts to ash on a rooftop. The psycho's here. I never realized it was just the same illustrations, too. No, it's literally the same prop. Yeah, isn't that there just because they were cheap and they had that lying around? There's like a couple different reasons, because there's tons of props, like the crate from Creep Shows in here, the dagger from Evil Dead's in here, too. The dagger's instrumental. So this is just horror house? Essentially. Like, I think they were actually using the Necronomicon to imply, like, yeah, Necronomicon, it's just a horror thing. Evil Dead totally exists in this universe. I like how this was, like, people hark on the idea of, like, the Marvel Cinematic Universe starting the Cinematic Universe craze, but this was being done way back in the 90s. Oh, just wait until they get to the ending. And stupidly. With these movies, of all things. Yeah, this was going to... Was it going to be between this one and Freddy vs. Jason, where they were going to plan Freddy, Jason, and uh, Hellraiser? Uh, I think uh, the only thing with Hellraiser was just Pinhead showing up in the original like script ending to Freddy vs. Jason, which didn't happen because they didn't own the rights to that character. <laughs> That was just something the writer threw in there, not really knowing if they were going to be able to make that happen. What, the uh, the glove? No, I was talking about uh, the ending of Freddy vs. Jason. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That's, there's, I think there, there's never like been any kind of wheels in motion for a, a, a spinoff with uh, Pinhead. No, there was no fucking chance of that ever happening, because that was two different studios. And the only they, thing that, like, they negotiated for, uh, didn't they negotiate with, what was it, Dimension? Or, no, Dimension didn't exist back then, but whoever owned, uh, the rights to Myers. I don't know. It was the 90s, so it's perfectly possible that happened at some point. Yeah. 
Because I, I I think I remember like in the documentary for this, they talked about like they were trying to talk about it, but for whatever reason, it didn't follow through. There no, was... guy from RoboCop. Oh, there were so many different versions of that movie. It's like it's hard to keep track of them all. It's weird to think that the only one of these that beyond Freddy versus Jason that had the smallest inkling of happening was Freddy versus Jason versus Ash. Yeah. Like an actual script exists for that. That almost happened. Oh, reverse Frank. <laughs> Speaking of Hellraiser. Brains. Jason now become conservative talk show. <laughs> Tonight on Mommy Report, why teenagers have so much sex. Well, that actually does explain Bill O'Reilly. It does. Really, 90s camera? Jason and parody of self. I like how people complain about this kind of stuff in movies now, but, but at least now the camera does not pan down to a woman's breast and then just hold there for <laughs> It's just softcore porn. Also, I want so badly for someone to take like literally any shower scene from an old horror film. And then, like, Roger Rabbit style, edit in Vega attacking them. <laughs> I am so for that idea, you have no idea. Like, just digitally paste them over whatever slasher is attacking them when they fight back. My face! <laughs> God. God. That was the joke of the commentary. <laughs> that was the deepest cut. Literally, God. that I've ever heard. Damn, that was a deep cut. Can we keep KMFDM in there? Yes. Excellent. And st can we still intercut with Guile trying to arrive to save the day? Yes. Also, I'm just going to put this out here as a promise to the viewers. Poll commentary for Street Fighter Two, the animated movie, is coming. <laughs> Now you feel full fury of J Jason's psycho force. Oh. I still cannot believe how far you went with that joke. It's out of nowhere. Jesus. I thought that up during the last shower scene. <laughs> I love the seeds. I love how you were able to be confident that, yes, there will be another shower scene in this film. It's this movie. It's this series. I'd say that was the worst rescue I've ever seen. <laughs> I, I, I like Jason was technically punched out there. <laughs> My funny guy. Get away from him. Oh, 90s movies just picking up that half-naked woman. 
I love the yeah, I love the implication here that essentially Jason became evil eighties guy. Just outside of the eighties, but eventually he got there. Oh god, it's the Brainiac Luthor team. <laughs> yes, yes. Finally we have combined to destroy the youth of America. JD's no Jason Feel Eighties. Okay, Jason is Why does Smokey the Bandit have to be such a sellout? Smokey the Mo, Smokey the Smokey the Bear is a piece yes. of shit. Smokey the Bandit, I, I apologize. <laughs> Could you imagine if Smokey the Bandit was like the... <laughs> Burt Reynolds walks out. <laughs> Listen here, kids. Only you can prevent forest fires. He's bound down. And then the Bandit. And... Possibly Roscoe. See, that's the problem when funny guy is your main hero. He got punched in the dick. Also, is this me or is this chick Patricia Arquetting hard? Oh, she really is. It's like, why... At some point, the heroines of the series just became a series of Patricia Arquette's. Like this and for for, uh, for uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. It's weird. The Myers Place. Wow, he really just laid there the entire time? She punched him really hard in the dick. He passed out. I realize this character, the cop character's name is Randy. Jesus, where did Funny Guy get that from? He's currently possessed by Jason. Are they making out or fighting? Both. Are they making a comedy routine out of this? Well, I feel like the same thing happened to Rick from The Walking Dead. <laughs> That's, how That's actually what the... That's what the uh, zombie plague is. Just a whole fucking planet of Jasons. <laughs> We're all infected. Jason just won't get clear. I love these two characters having a John Woo showdown. This is a terrible movie. It's pretty bad. Luckily, it's almost over. 
You know, I have to say, the magic of it not being the 80s anymore has really ruined it. That is a bad composite shot. I've never seen a more fake-looking one. I like how they blurred out the fish tank. Those fish did not want to be associated with this movie. No, Jason, why don't you just not take 20 years to release that thing? It goes 10 seconds everybody else. No, Jason, want to save her moment. Jason wants first kiss to be just right. Wow. Yeah, funny guy's just not fucking around anymore. He's been trained by Reckless. <laughs> I love how many times we've seen uh, Jason get blown away in this goddamn film. Where is Creighton Duke? This movie is essentially one 90-minute Jason snuff film. That guy was getting his dick sucked. Yep. <laughs> Officer Mullen. <laughs> you want me to pose some more? <laughs> Wow, their faces exploded. <laughs> Just the fact Jason is wearing fucking suspenders. I like how that's how Duke enters the picture again. I just love how they cast essentially the most unthreatening guy to be Jason for a large portion of the film. God damn it, Pam, not now. <laughs> These characters are so strange and bizarre, and they're from a different universe. Folks, back. Not like this old buddy. Also, does he have something tattooed on his forehead now? I think so. I still think that's bulk. I love the POV of the bullet moving very slowly. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Bulk, no! <laughs> the lonely death of Bulk. That means Skull can come back to avenge Bulk. I forgive you for leaving me behind when you went into space. <laughs> I seem. He's a. Okay, this is a random question, but they're doing a new Power Rangers reboot. Have they announced who is playing Bulk and Skull? 
Unfortunately, I don't think there is a Vulcan skull. That's what you, you made words, but you didn't say anything <laughs> that makes sense. It's like, uh, listen, yeah. if this stupid thing is happening, can there at least be a Vulcan skull? It, can it's, Skull be Brian Gosling? I was going to say, it's it's Jonah Hill and uh, James Franco. <laughs> <laughs> I love the mix between cartoony effects and just weird realism. I just love the amount of super strength, like, possessed Jason has. Like, he can just destroy everything by touch. Well, that alien headworm is just filling him with venom. Oh my god, that was amazing. Also, who's the random waitress? <laughs> with her fucking Terminator gun. I figure if she just walked in with a bouquet of roses and pulled that thing out. <laughs> Jason tired. Jason, dream of mummy. No, the other lead character's dead. There is so much gratuitous mouth goo in this movie. Oh shit, she's bringing out the ponytail. I do like that entire diner scene was essentially Jason as the Terminator, except it wasn't Jason. So it's not nearly as cool. It was an 80s businessman <laughs> as the Terminator, as Jason. Jason has so much cocaine <laughs> crushing through his veins. Oh, we're entering the third act. This movie is almost over. Yep. Also, don't don't dignify this with act breaks. Hey, at least Jason's going to re-enter the movie soon. Also, look at Funny Guy just bathed in light. I think you're behind us, guy. Yeah, probably. She's just under the house and see Duke holding a baby. <laughs> That is a good soldier. I love how Duke just... I bet you don't know this, but you and I, mean. (laughs) Just Duke doing the baby up like it's Jesus. This is just a scene from a completely different movie. Yeah, pretty much. Also, I missed Creighton's um, uh, coat. Yeah, I was wondering where his duster was. 
He looked like a looked like a vigilante there. It was awesome. Why was there never a Creighton Duke television series? I know. It's such a wasted character. That should have been Friday the 13th, the series. Oh, look, the dagger from Evil Dead. This is happening in a movie. It will always be canon that at some point in a movie, a member of the Voorhees clan was handed a dagger that transformed inside of her hand. (laughs) By Creighton Duke. Kevin Bacon existed in this world. As did Bruce Campbell. And Johnny Depp, who was eaten by that bed. Seriously, after after the book left the hands of Ash, it found its way to Mama Voorhees. Use it to resurrect a dead baby boy. That would go a great deal towards finally explaining this fucking series. <sighs> that was actually kind of the idea and why those props were used. Why that that would actually look like make an amazing comic book like just have a scene of uh, Mrs. Voorhees just finding the, or acquiring the Necronomicon, like digging up Jason's grave. That was, um, that was, might have been in like some of the Freddy versus Jason versus Ash stuff. So Jason literally, like in ca- canonical fashion, is a deadite. Yep. The ultimate deadite. Well, technically, uh, Jason was mentally challenged, so if he was brought back by a deadite, he... Yeah, it would just be Jason. Yep. It adds up a little bit too much, doesn't it? And once again, just the goddamn... Of course, I mean, what else could kill a deadite than the dagger from Evil Dead? Like, I was saying this, like, this movie makes sense. Like, no, Jason is an, a, a slug from outer space or something. <laughs> now, technically, the slug does look a lot like the slugs that gave Freddy Krueger immortality when he was burning alive. At least slightly wait, like it. Wait a second. What other movie have we done commentary for that involves alien slugs bringing <gasps> back from the dead? You're saying the only person that can save us is Duddits. Well, there's that, too. Tom Atkins. <laughs> As like Mr. Duddits. I like how MB did stumble upon, like, oh yeah, this could be connected to... <laughs> <laughs> it's all connected. Oh, Jason's a little monster baby now. Oh, he's back to being a baby. Why was he covered in ramen noodles? <laughs> this is Jason happening. Jason have low income. I say Jason's a lot less threatening when it's just a little monster thingy. I love shit weasel, Jason. 
You know, technically, Tom Jason Atkins... just want to have a fun time. Tom... Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's the Arctic Expedition thing from Creepshow. Horlicks University. So it implies he was just getting all kinds of stuff from various horror franchises to resurrect her dead, retarded boy. Man, just wish he had legs, yeah. And then Jason... <laughs> And then Jason ran up the vagina of a dead woman, his dead sister. I do like the implication that Miss Voorhees thought that that weird monkey thing <laughs> was going to bring her dead son back to life. It makes a lot of sense to how Jason looked in part two and part three. Kiki, kiki, ma, 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 ha. Also, look at Jason. Oh, yeah. I like Jason. Can you dig Jason? I do like how Jason was temporarily in a basement. <laughs> I'm just more amazed that he transmognified the hockey mask. <laughs> it's actually flesh. It's like the symbiote. This might be the most unthreatening Jason ever. No! God damn it, Reckless. I should have killed your ass in 1984. <laughs> <laughs> the lonely death of Creighton Duke. You a little too reckless. <laughs> God, the action of Funny Guy. Funny no more. I love how people are just beating the shit out of Jason in this movie. Jason, worst enemy, Rake. <laughs> it's so sad to see Funny Guy just get hit over and over again. After doing more in, like, what, 80 minutes than the entirety of the series leads have done up to this point. Let's see, this is the doomsday of funny guys. I like how, the if this had been the last Friday movie, this franchise would have ended in a fist fight. <sighs> With Eddie Deason. I didn't realize until now. We've never seen anyone actually battle Jason in these movies, other than that psychic battle. Well, there was the boxer in part eight. But he got his head punched off. I wish we were watching part eight so bad. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I honestly didn't care for part eight that much. This is making me miss part eight a lot. God, Jason is just toying with him now. Throwing him onto that jungle gym. Seriously, I'm not a fucking self. jungle gym. Stop right hitting now. self. You know, Jason, you just got a new body. You'd think you'd look a little bit less decomposed. God, can Jason somebody, like milk. Can somebody please throw in the Batman theme from Batman v Superman? Oh, God, Jason's about to get dragged to hell. His souls, that he, of all the people he's killed, are leaving his body. The source of his power all of a sudden, for some reason. 
Can someone also throw in the theme from Drag Me to Hell? I like how that means that Jason had killed somebody whenever he drowned as a small, retarded boy. Well, I'm sure he did accidentally kill, like, a baby or something. He sat on a mouse once. God, how painful of a death is this for Jason? I mean, he's just... He's just getting punched by Funny Guy, and oh, now he's going to hell. No, no, hell's the other way. God, the glory of this. God, Jason looks fucking pathetic. Why do you have kind of a weird mullet? I thought it just looks like a bunch of rock monsters, or... God, they're all gonna drag Funny Guy to hell because the, the battle is eternal. <laughs> and she's just gonna let it happen. This is one of the worst things I've ever seen. Come on, you gotta admit, the image of Jason being dragged to hell by demonic hands is kind of amazing. Like, I guess that they weren't rock monsters from Labyrinth, but... Ben Grimm, no... It does look like a series of ten rooms. It is sad that ultimately Jason X will give us more to talk about. That's a weird thought. I feel it's appropriate that this wasn't much of a Friday the 13th commentary, because this isn't a real Friday the 13th movie. Yet part five was. Explain that one. Uh, magic. I guess it had a reckless. We just saw die. Remember? I do love how New Line bought the rights and then decided to immediately kill Jason. We've got to get out of this deal somehow. I think they just wanted to kill the competition. Yeah, pretty much. But that is a new line thing to do. Like, they recouped no money from this. This was a disaster. The thing, Bob Shea is sitting laughing. God, the beauty of this shot. Jason has suddenly chrome mask. I do love this movie ending like it's a fucking Dust Devil or something. <laughs> if only this was Dust Devil. Okay, just do the shot already. His hand comes up and grabs the mask. Still the greatest ending in, in film history, if you ask me. Even though that was not even remotely close to Freddy Krueger's laugh. Once again, that was just Bob Shea. <laughs> that is weird when it's the when you think of it that way. Like the ending of this movie is Freddy killed Jason. <laughs> Essentially. <laughs> like that was a victory. Ha ha ha. We bought Jason so we could kill him. Pretty much. 
Also, that was uh, Kane Hodder as Freddy Krueger there. So Kane Hodder has played both Jason Voorhees and Freddy Krueger. All the things. All the things ever. I like the one character being listed as Edna, the girlfriend. (laughs) You know her. You all loved Edna. Who the fuck was Edna? Uh, I'm going to say the chick who died while coming. I'll accept it. I mean... Well, wait, that doesn't narrow it down either. Yeah, I was going to say. And anyway, this has been a hell of a thing. This has been something. I... I, I will say not as miserable as I was watching Halloween 6, but this is this is close. Also, this is really stupid, but I see the credit for standby Carpenter. <laughs> so I just imagine John Carpenter on set with like his arms crossed going, nope. You need me yet? No. All right, then. But I'm here. <laughs> I feel like we should almost apologize for this one. I... It's not our burden to bear. Stunt coordinator, Kane Hodder. Kane was in charge of shit. <laughs> so the stunts were so good. Listen, I just think that if you're going to listen to this commentary, make sure you're watching it with the movie. So that way you can suffer along with us. I, I There is nobody in the world who loves Friday the 13th as much as me, including Kane Hodder. I will fight him on this. You'll die, but you'll still fight him. Well, yeah, of course, but I'll be happy to die at the hands of Kane Hodder. But this movie is almost unwatchable. I don't think even almost is really necessary there. This movie was just... This was boring. <laughs> This is really, really boring. And this is unfortunately the only 90s Friday the 13th movie. New Line ruined the opportunity of a 90s Friday the 13th. Could you imagine Jason skateboarding and shit? Using, doing laser tag? Kawabunga! Uh, what could have been? But anyway. This has been Pulp Commentary on this Friday the 13th for Jason Goes to Hell, the final Friday. <sighs> Unfortunately. And I've been Mike. Voorhees. I've been MB Voorhees. And I have been James. Myers. <gasps> Judas! <laughs>
space. The final frontier. Crichton Duke lives. Bruce, hi. It's, it's me. I just got back on the jets, and I just, I feel awful. And now I'm just sitting here and thinking of all the stuff I should have said and I didn't. I, I mean, I, I didn't even get to tell you that that I'm your super friend, too. Because of course I am. We're the world's finest. What am I doing? I've got to see you. I've got to get off this jet. Oh, my God. Excuse me? Clark, please, sit down. I, I need to get off this jet, okay? I, I need to tell someone that I appreciate them as an ally. I can't fly this thing with you moving around. Let him off the jet. Damn it, Diana, you don't understand. Try to understand. Great row, let me... No, no. Oh, my God, did he get off the jet? Did he get off the jet? I got off the jet. I respect you as a friend and as a partner. As do I. And I'm never letting you go again. You and me, all right? This is it. Unless we're on a break. <laughs> Get it? Because you broke. I got it, Bruce. Box office poll. Sweeter than Grandma's peach tea.